Hi, it's your good pal Barnabas. Last time we descended into the dark beneath the massive crane and met the uh, supposed leader of the survivors within the tower, an abolith, uh, uh, scary-looking squid-like creature named Gorlocks. Their body was fused with metal and wire. We learned that many, many years ago, they were held captive in this place by the creator of the obelisks and made as a power source for exactly that. They destroyed the obelisks they were powering and swallowed the core. However, now the core is fused into their being and is the cause for their scrap metal complexion and unusually high iron levels. We were faced with two choices. Number one, help Gorlocks remove the core from their body and in turn receive the power source demanded by the Salwagen, as well as set free Artemis and Hask from Gorlocks's mind tether thing. Not sure about that one. Still iffy. Or, number two, face down a dangerously powerful ancient monster for which failure is certain without the assistance of Hesk and Artemis, potentially against them as well, yeah, certain death, certain death, and or dooming us to be in, stuck in this tower w without retrieving a power source for the Sawagon. Well, gee, I wonder which one we ended up picking. Hmm, it's a real head-scratcher. Surgery on a squid. I can't believe it. Can someone help me wash up? I'm not sterile. everyone and welcome to the Jester's Court. My name is Casey Reardon. I am your Dungeon Master and joining me today, as always, we have Rachel Cordell. Your Abolith hugger, Artemis Alwyn Croft. Ooh, very nice. Ooh. Yeah. Precious yeah. Nice. I like that. Thank you. We have Seth Covey. And I play ba ba Barnabas uh, Fletch. Wait, where's the boy the wizard? Boy wizard wonder? wonder. Shut up! I'm still talking. So frightened for a second. I was just so disappointed. They got you. They got you so good. I was so uh, disappointed uh, for a I, second. I, I was got. Um, we have Andrew Frost. Hey, I play Leo, the Caprine Casanova. Ooh, Italian. Really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a little like my turf is getting stepped on of just making like two words into a title right now, but you know, it's fine. Well, let's see if you can maintain the crown. We have Sky <laughs> no. Swanson. Oh, God, no. That was three words. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. If we weren't in. Brother. Oh, God, no. Ask. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Brother. Fresh baked ham, Hesk. That was also okay, three Okay, that's words. also three words. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Look, math was never one of Sky's Look, good just, subjects. I know, I, we were in math class together. Yeah, we were, we counted rocks. Do it again. This time it's honey ham. Bratha honey ham hask. Okay, Action. I'll do it again. Okay, okay, I'll Action. do it again. Okay. Bratha fresh baked ham hask. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, no, it's no, fresh good. baked honey ham. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Bratha fresh baked honey ham hask. 
There we go. Good, good, good. You get it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> good job, you know, I, I could really taste the honey on that one. Mm, sweet. What a delightful little morsel. We have Jonas Tintenzer. The nerd on the Bjord wearing Bjarding from the Fjord. It's Snifford of Ausbrush. Wow. Ooh. What'd you say? So the, I had a stroke. Can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> the nerd on the Bjord wearing Bjarding from the Fjord. It's Snifford of Ausbrush. Wow. Really I good. still didn't get that the second yeah, time around. That's all right. Well, okay. It sounded pretty. I think you, you know how fjord has a J in there? The I've just yep. added the J to other words like nerd. Oh. Yeah. More so math. More math I don't nerd? understand. The nerd on the board wearing barding from the fjord. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm yep. quite proud of it. I got it all. I, I, I also got it, but I was yeah. also just like, oh, where is this wordsmith from? How dare you do this? Such power. Google search. What is barding? <laughs> and we have returning guest, Chris Dane. Hello, I play your questionable companion, Avoidus. Nice. Yeah, there we go. All right, last we left our heroes, you were currently trying to cook up a plan on removing this obelisk core from Gorlocks, the abolith. Uh, and we had a couple of different ideas on how to do that. I don't believe we came to a full conclusion by the end of last episode, but if we'd like to pick it up with this conversation, feel free. So so I know we were discussing, I, I think it was maybe a twofold plan, which was someone has to go in and like surgery this thing. We established the surgery plan would be a series of skill checks. We need technology. We need medicine. We need other things. Um, Chris or Avoidus cast uh, enhanceability ability on himself and Artemis. Artemis. Yes, I uh, am medicine, medicine checks. Yeah, yeah uh, for... and I and think Barnabas was maybe going to cast it on me or himself. Um, I and... said I have the spell. Unfortunately. I did not prepare the spell. <laughs> <laughs> well, wizards, everybody. Okay. Um, well, we, we have one cast at least. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. Good. So the we were just gonna we're gonna do the skill challenge, and then the talk to the core plan was like secondary if necessary. Yeah. Cool. So Joke's let me go me, ahead everyone. and. I thought Expedia's retreat was going to come up a lot more frequently. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad. That it's wasn't a very a Barnabas guess. spell. Yeah. That was not a bad, bad guess, Seth. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the rundown on how this skill challenge is going to work. Uh, so the basically, there are a couple of rules here for this one. We are going to need a total of four successful tech checks in order to be able to remove the core. In addition to that, we need two successful nature checks to keep Gorlive, uh, Gorlocks alive during the process. Two. Two. You are only allowed a total of two failed checks before Gorlocks dies or the core is destroyed, poisoning Gorlocks, killing Gorlocks of Wait, either so, one. So either way, Gorlocks dies. Yes. Brad. So I yeah, I'm, I'm really not seeing a downside. Sky, I'm not seeing a downside here. <laughs> Sky isn't seeing a downside here. Does that mean that the third failure will kill Gorlocks or the second failure will kill Gorlocks? The second. Whoa. There is one additional rule. Mm -hmm. A successful medicine check can remove a failed check. Okay. Essentially okay. stabilizing the bleeding and things like that. However, you are only allowed two successful medicine checks throughout the entire procedure. Okay. Otherwise, the stress is too much for Gorlocks, and he will die. 
Guys, okay. I have a plus two medicine. Please allow me to roll all those medicine checks. I don't think you're allowed to. <laughs> I think you were expressly forbidden. It's not up to the party at this point. <laughs> I, I also believe I was the person on medicine checks. I believe I'm, so. I'm just joking. Yeah. Hesk would choose to fail. <laughs> well, actually, I guess I couldn't, but no, no, you're way more qualified than me. Um, I don't know what I can do for this bit. I could, um, I could hum the theme song from MASH. <laughs> oh, great theme. <laughs> so you are allowed help actions so long as you're proficient in the skill that is trying to be used there, as well as spells can be cast in order to enhance them. And I'd say that casting specific spells might be also give advantage or even fully succeed something depending on what the spell is by virtue of his uh 20 intelligence arvoidus i believe has the highest in technology and nature checks in the party i do that's true however arvoidus isn't allowed near but i do have ways to do tech checks with the the schematics we we established he could do that he could help with the tech checks um, and he also casts the the enhance ability on himself. And Artemis. And Artemis, yeah. So um who what are our nature modifiers? My nature is plus four. Uh plus eight. Plus four. So we all have <laughs> the same nature. Yeah. Uh, not all of us. Nah. Our voidus has a much higher nature than anybody. Right, yeah. but nature is the is the is the keeping it alive part, which I think is the part he's not allowed to help on. No, yeah. no, he doesn't trust me to keep him alive. Oh, absolutely even though, not. Even though I'm the most qualified. <laughs> I have a uh, a plus 10 to nature and an additional side question. How do I remove Casey's permissions looking at my <laughs> This is a time sensitive question. Um, you go to, okay, you go to manage character. <laughs> you go to, no, 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 you go to manage character. Okay, yeah. I'm at manage character. Uh, and then you go to character settings. Okay, I'm in character. Delete character. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I have a simpler, I have a simpler way, Sky. You go into the closet Casey's in. <laughs> and you throw sand in his eyes. <laughs> and while he's getting Casey's the sand computer. out of his eyes, you switch it. <laughs> I will say um, the tech check needs to be made before the nature check. So you get one nature for each two tech checks, essentially. Okay. okay. And if you fail a tech check, the nature check DC goes up. Okay. Great. Uh, there's no problem with just having our voidus make all those tech checks, right? I'm going to say no, because you and or... Leo are both very familiar with tech and whatever Arvoidus tells you based on the schematics, you should easily be able to know what they're Work saying with. and be able to do it. So I'm going to say it's Great. it's not a problem. No. Okay. So Good in that stuff. case, I suggest that um, is anybody else proficient in nature other than Arvoidus no. and no. Artemis? Not I mean? at all. Not proficient. Just a plus Hesk four. Hesk actually is. I have a plus four. Okay, but you're unfortunately also not allowed to <laughs> help with the um, so murder. I, knowing knowing that it's a it's a nature check, uh, no, because I would have because I I know I know last time I said I gave uh, Artemis the owl's wisdom instead of the fox's cunning, so Correct. can't wreck on that with. But that could help with the medicine checks, which might come yeah, up. Yeah, right. The wisdom as well. Anyway. So, so I, I think we might as well just have the two of you do all the checks, and then <laughs> we can we can aid each other to give advantage for the things that we don't have the spell for. Sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sounds good to all me. Right. Okay, great. So, without further ado, uh, Gorlock sort of floats down to the floor of this room, 
and Lacey brings over some equipment for you from the table. Arvoidus, you're standing over the table right now, kind of pouring over the blueprints here, and start directing <laughs> Snowfrid and, uh, and Leo, possibly, on how to best go about doing this. Go ahead and roll your first tech check. Sure. Uh, 22. Ooh. Okay. Good start. With a 22, the you the, the first thing that you realize is that main glowing cord that's kind of protruding from Gorlox's chest that is directly connected to the core. Cutting that immediately would most certainly release some something poisonous and corrosive into Gorlox, and that would just instantly kill him. So you find another way that is going to be a little less direct to start things off to try and sever the connection of the core from Gorlox. That is one success. Okay. Cool. So, so you can one? go ahead. Yep. Go ahead and roll me a second one and then we'll take a nature yeah. check. So yeah. So when that happens, I just go, uh, contrary to popular opinion, do not cut the red wire. <laughs> okay, this one's I, less. Leo and I, Leo and I are like working on it, and like I like reach out and grab Leo's hand. <laughs> She's about to snip it. That's not a red wire. That's actually a uh, an artery. <laughs> 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 kind of. Um, so this one's a little less good, but not that, not that bad. Uh, Twenty non-natural. Okay, another uh, a non-natural yeah. twenty is another success. So directing Snowfred and Leo, you manage to sever about half of the wires leading from the core into Gorlox. And Leo and Snowfred, as you start like removing these these wi- this wiring and these cables, you can see that there are some more that are starting to try and thread themselves back in from the core. And <sighs> you're working faster than them at the moment. It's currently going well, but you can tell that the core is fighting against you. Artemis, yeah. go ahead and roll me a nature check to see how Gorlox is doing throughout this. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, 19? 19. Okay, a 19 is another success as well. Yes. Gorlox definitely seems a little bit in pain, and everybody who's connected to him can feel that pain in them as well. Just a little bit, not excruciatingly, but you can tell how he's feeling at the moment, and it's not great, but he's holding on very well at the moment. That's going to bring us to the next tech check. Okay. So I'm just pouring over these notes. Uh, ooh. I'm, I'm just going down by increments of two. Uh, so ooh. 18 this time. Ooh. 18 is another success still. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so but the next one might not be. <laughs> you're going over. Oh boy. The we got we got failures to spell. We're doing great. Not that we don't have them to spell. Totally not jinxing it. At this point, you're going over the blueprints, and it's out of information that's helpful to you. You, oh boy, this is the point that they got, and you're trying to figure out what the next step is, and you're about to tell Snowfred the next step. The next step would be to. Start making your way closer to the core and get ready to pull it out, essentially. And then at the last second, you're like, wait, no, 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 that's not the one, that's not the one. Not yet. We still have a few more things to do beforehand. Uh, and Snowfred just barely stops herself from 
grabbing at the core. That is a success. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I, listen, I'm good with my hands and what I do. This is a very high stress situation. Yes, it is. Let's, let, let's just slow down. Slow down a little bit. I'm sweating. It's, it's, very, it's very tough because I, I, I'm like conflicted <laughs> about saving this thing. We're not conflicted. Don't say that out loud. Just, <laughs> he knows uh, I'm conflicted. I, if I hear that, I glare at him. Yeah. You're going to save it. <laughs> I'm doing everything I can. I've run out of notes. Uh, da, da, buddy. I'm just going to start rubbing uh, Voidus's back. We all just look over at Hess to check on him, and he's just Blair witching over the <laughs> Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> I still imagine Heska's T-posing at this point. Yeah, Heska's just T-posing <laughs> in the corner over there. <laughs> All right. Next skill check. Skill check. All right, oh, do, so, uh, do you get advantage because I helped out? I already have advantage from my, my enhanced ability. Oh, great, great, great. But I appreciate it, though. Yeah, no, you definitely... He definitely uh, would have gotten it, though. Totally would Totally would have gotten it. Just want to feel like I contributed. You did. Love is going to make him roll better. Look, look. Come on, Chris. Show them that natty. So okay, so this 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 is the last tech check, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, twenty one. Twenty one is another oh. success. Dang. So at hey, this so point, Rachel could fail her next check. That means she could. I don't, still got, we I don't want to. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying you're allowed to. Like, this is a guaranteed win. <laughs> allowed to. <laughs> so, Arvoidus, you're pouring over the notes at this point, and. You may have taken a minute to just focus and try and figure out where these plans are leading because although it's not complete, it has to be logical in some way, shape, or form. And you're sort of like tracing over the blueprints, trying to picture in your mind where all these chords go, which ones are the right ones to cut. And suddenly it hits you. And Snowford and Leo, you are working as quickly as you can just to fight back against the core, which is still trying to re-weave its wires through Gorlocks. And Arvoidus says, now, now's the time to do it. And here we go. Let's jam, baby. You cut the last few wires and the core is, at the moment, severed from Gorlocks, but... How is Gorlox doing? Artemis, huh. go ahead and roll. Huh. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, 16? That's another successful nature check. Okay. Gorlox oh. is doing well. Boom. You just feel this immense pressure kind of get released as the core is fully severed in, in your mind. And Arvoidus, you know that there is only a short amount of time before the core starts reattaching itself back into Gorlocks. What do you do? Get it out. Get it out now. Who's grabbing it? I, well, I mean, Leo and, uh, well, Leo, Artemis, and Snowford are right there, so one of them should probably do it, because I am not probably fast enough. It's true. But I do blurt out, you need to grab the core, get it out now. I grab the core, and I uh, hold it away. I, I pull my arm out, and I'm going to cast a movable object on it. On the core? Yeah. Smart. Okay, you yank it out and cast immovable object on it, and it just floats there in space. But as you place your hand on it to pull it out, you just get this flash in your mind 
and you see the shining spire. Mm. You're like Ooh. sort of flying off in the distance and you see the glimmer of it. This is nice. And then you see like this kind of colorful flash. Like there's these reds, blues, yellows, greens just kind of flashing before your eyes and then you cast the spell, pull your hand away and it's gone. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Protein beacon style. All right. <laughs> Whole bunch of weird flesh. <laughs> I like I I kind of start trying to like I reach for something to write it down then damn ocean. <laughs> what is it, Snowflake? I hate being underwater. <laughs> I, Finally, someone else says it. <laughs> I do. I do approach the core at this point because this is fascinating to our voidus. You watch, and the core is just kind of floating there, and it's glowing this light orange light. And you said this is sentient. I mean, the last one was. Yeah. yeah. No, no guarantees, I suppose, but um, yes. Okay, I'm intelligent enough not to just touch it. Oh, I would love to study it. I like look over at Gorlox. Yeah, so Gorlox is just kind of, you can see them kind of expanding and compressing just with heavy breathing. And like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Oh, got Just like that. The open. short portal yeah, opens. Same so we pose can... and everything. <laughs> Chaos. Artists get on that. Um, <laughs> and you can just hear in your minds. Thank you. Don't mention it. Can we go now? You're welcome. We do need a power source first. I hate you. No, I'm with Esk. Yes. You may take a power source, but as I said, I don't believe that it will be much use for very long. Not our problem. It's not our business. Yeah, I mean, the Sahuagin do have electrical weapons. They might be able to charge it themselves. It is possible. Maybe. Who gives a shit? Fuck those fish people. I mean, uh, what would Barnabas say? That seems, <laughs> oh, that seems racist. We look up. Barnabas has a five o'clock shadow. He pulls out a cigar. <laughs> I've been at this a long time. <laughs> I aged 50 years in the last five minutes. You've had it too good for too long. His eyes starting to glow green. Oh, no. We look over Barnabas and he's our voidance. Oh, no. <laughs> it's happening oh too soon. <laughs> the cataclysm. Confirmed. So... Gorlox reaches over with a tentacle, grabbing one of the uncharged power sources, and it lights up again with energy. And it just slowly moves its tentacle over to you and holds it out. Snowfred. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you uh, very much. We hope you are okay. Well, I mean, I hope you are okay. I am. I don't. Would you like me to remove those collars for you? That's a good question. Yes. What do we think? Yes, well, no. Hold I... on. Because what if we go back outside and we don't have our collars on? They'll be upset. <sighs> True. Oh. Can we come back? <laughs> Could you disable them but leave them on? Like. Yeah, that, what, what, yeah. Can, can you take them off? Can you make them not work, but in a way that they look like they're on? I believe I can. 
sick. <laughs> sick. I am not sick any longer. Rad as hell. You think, do you think they'd be mad because they got us this nice jewelry and then we're not appreciating it? By <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> so expensive. Give someone a nice necklace. And, uh, I went to Jared for that. <laughs> <laughs> BD you is went to bad Jared, shit. but everyone knows a kiss begins with K. Yeah, where electrical shot begins with Spencer's, I guess. Oh, you're buying the dinner first. Oh boy. Oh, God. oh no. So Gorlox reaches out tentacles to each of you, and. It gets up to your neck where the collars are, and you can feel a little jolt of electricity. And looking at other people's collars, you can see that the the lights that are on the side of them go out. And you can feel the the pressure that they were putting on being lashed kind of release slightly. Oh. Oh. That's a lot better. Do they do this for all of us? Yes, everyone. Ooh. Thank you, Gorlas. Uh, quick question, Casey. Can I roll an arcana check to know about aboliths and how long they can maintain mind control contact with their... I, I, I don't even know what... That, I don't, I don't want to call them prey. Thralls. <laughs> thralls, yeah. Thralls, thralls would be the right word. Um, yeah. And yeah, you can roll arcana. That's a 23. 23 arcana check. Yeah, so you know that aboliths can maintain their thralls for as long as they want, as long as they're within a certain distance of the Abolith. Mm. Like a mile, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a mile. And after they're with out, outside of the mile, it can still be forever as long as the subject keeps failing their saving throw. But they don't get a right. saving throw while within the mile. Right. Unless you damage them, so we punch Hesk in the face. I mean, they are partially damaged, right? <laughs> we opened a hole in their body. No, unless you damage the thrall. The, the thrall yeah, the thrall. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we just gotta fight our friends. So I I do look at Gorlax and I go, uh, I mean, one last one last request. Would you mind releasing? Uh, okay, you can you can hold on to Hask until we Ow, leave. Hey, hey. Until we leave, <laughs> because if you don't, he may attack you immediately. No. Oh, he definitely will. Definitely. <laughs> no, sharpening his sword. I would recommend giving Artemis back all her free will. And if she wishes to stay after that, that's on her. As I have stated before, they had their free will, but I will release my grip entirely from Artemis. Hesk, I will hold on to until you are safely out of my waters. I understand, I understand that entirely, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean that. I don't like it, but I accept it. Doesn't make sense. If I could ask something of you, who? All of you. Oh, the royal you. I mean, yeah. While we're at it, find that. If you are planning on trying to find other obelisks and finding chaos, would you mind? taking one of my spawn with you. I would uh, like to keep an eye on your progress. Wait. Wait, wait, like a baby? Yeah. As you as you say that, Artemis, you have Do been fully You have been fully released from Gorlox's control. 
I, well, I wanted to say, do I recognize that? Like, is that something I know where it's just kind of like blink, blink? Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah, know you that recognize that you were under control. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it will be in the moment I say, you mean a baby? You did before as well when you had, when Gorlocks released you to have mm-hmm. your facilities about you. You knew it then as well. And then you can just feel mm-hmm. the grip completely go away. You still have their voice in your head, though. But so does everyone. You mean a baby. And as you say that, this tiny little octopus about the size of a thimble just starts swimming over towards you. It's Wiggle Ounce. <laughs> this, uh... <laughs> oh, no. oh, boy. I, I kind of like that name better than what I had. <laughs> Oh, oh no! What, what did you have? I think what we should have? get to vote on it. What did you? Right. What name did All you right. have, Casey? Uh, my name was Moop. That's also adorable. Oh, they're both so. Oh, they're great. Wiggle I would ounce. vote Moop. Moop. Moop is fun. I just like making a unit of measure joke. Moop you know? is more marketable. The joke was good. Moop is a lot easier to say than yeah. a wiggle like ounce. Moop. Wiggle That's ounce. Fair. <laughs> yeah, no. Wiggle ounce is like a nickname. That could be. That could be the nickname. But Moop. Moop. I like Moop. Usually nicknames are shorter, but all right. No, it's fine. <laughs> it swim to me. This is Moop. <laughs> oh, that's going to sound so good with Just, the effects Oh, my God. On it. How did you get the Golax to Moop? That's like some ancient Abolith word that means, like, bravery or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, the, their Bible, that's like their Jesus. Despair unleashed. In the beginning, there was Moop. Exactly. Gonna, <laughs> in, in Abolith lore, uh, Moop is basically one of the four riders <laughs> of the apocalypse. Yeah, Moop, it's Wim, Zeep, and Blur. I was going to say Moop. Whimsy and Wiggleton, actually. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did it did swim over to me? Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I just picture Artemis having her hands out, like palms out in front of her, and just this little, like, baby thing just, like, floating about above her hands. It floats above your hands, and then it, like, yeah. lands on your finger and just Aww. suctions to it. Being aware of, like, how ungodly rude she was to that octopus which she would never do in her right mind um, we know <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess like not being entirely untrusting of our voidus but in you know internally kind of being like yeah you know a little weird she looks at everyone and at uh, at him and goes I want to be responsible for him okay uh, uh, I mean yeah that's Oh, I didn't want it, so... I have no qualms. I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a hard 180 from I want to kill octopuses, which is, you know, I think a good sign. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Artemis did pull a quick 180 because we came in, she saw the tank, said, oh, how cute, an octopus, and then wanted to kill said octopus like 10 seconds later. Yeah, yes, I remember. Yeah, I didn't like that part, but I want him. Yeah, you mentioned earlier that he comes back. Can we see that? Oh, just, you have just Oh, jeez. I, I didn't even. I, you just appeared in your hand. Wait, it's angry. <laughs> Make it. Yeah. That <laughs> was Rachel. Okay, Rachel. For listeners, Rachel has an actual adorable plush octopus. It's that, one of those tea turtle ones. You know the ones. You saw it on Facebook. I don't. Nope. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, everyone else does. It just I appeared see. in her hands, like <laughs> like as if given to her by an abolith. Yes, it was. 
Well, yeah, the, we're at the conference table right now. There's yeah. giant right, apple right. above us. Yeah. Of course, right. of course. <laughs> yeah, we have, we just have an apple in studio. real time. Yeah. This, show, this show is a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what um, they didn't tell time. you is I'm a shapeshifter, so I just turn into uh, all the NPCs. True. <laughs> that would be a great. Oh, so much fun. Oh you have God, to edit out all the bone cracking and splintering. It's not fun. I have a question. Does he survive out of water? Because I feel like most of our adventures are going he to does. be on land. He does. <gasps> he okay. can breathe air. Okay, I have a question. Mm. What do we think the chances are that we get up to the surface and Hesk eats him? No. Not allowed. Hesk can't say anything, and he's just <laughs> standing there, just like, he's just still there, just looking at it wide-eyed. <laughs> I love that silence. So Actually, much. you suddenly hear from Hess, I will not eat it. <laughs> I mean, there's the octopus kind chance. of comes off of Artemis's hands, floats over to Hesk, and just lands on his nose. <laughs> Art, and now! Hesk can't do anything about it. Well, with that being said, we should all skadoodle. Skamoople. Yeah, I was just going to shoehorn this into everything, baby. I love it. Do <laughs> um, you have any plans for the core? I would prefer oh, it not stay here. You're right. Uh, I'm just going to take out like my bag and just put it over it and be like, Snowfree, could you re- un- unlock your spell? Uh, I feel like maybe. We can, we, you guys can take it back later. I'm just putting it in my bag for right now. No, that's fine. It just will that stop it? Will it rip through the bag? Who knows? Well, only one way to find out. Uh, I just. I mean, do we have another jar or something? I. I why is a jar going to do better than a bag? Because <laughs> it has a lid on it. Jar, <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Well, yeah, our void is your stupid open <laughs> messenger bag all the time. <laughs> Um, You've been dropping shit for weeks, dude. What are you trying to like, Can I roll insight on Arvoidus? Okay. Can I roll say insight I mean, that's on Rachel's move. jar? When you say that you're going to give it back later. Sure. Oh, that's an 18, I, Chris. I, I am open to discussing about giving it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll say what I was going to say anyway, which is... I, I think given that I have the word over the spell, it would be safest to keep it with me, but I'm happy to let you take a look at it once we are safely out of this place. Fair enough. I would like to I would like to get it as far from here as possible first. Understandable. Fine. It's all yours. Um I'll just yeah, I'll tuck away my things. Um before we leave this area, Casey, I I do want to go back to that scrap pile of the obelisk and pick mm-hmm. up the symbol like the piece that had the symbol of chaos on it. Sure. And just I will openly take that and put that in my bag. Okay. Because that is interesting to me. Wait, Snowfred, I want to hold the core. Uh, I, again, I... Th- Just I, kidding, friend. I hate it here. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I, how do you think I got this scar? <laughs> we starwipe back to the service. <laughs> now, before that, though, uh, Leo is going to look at Gorlox and be like, so uh, what are your big plans now? I plan on seeing what I missed. I've ah, well, been here for quite some time, and oh yeah, the world has changed. Without a doubt, you're gonna see some wild shit out there. Telling you now. Okay, bye. Never see you again. Bye bye. So long, Leontis. 
I hate how he says my name. (laughs) 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 So are we, uh, we're leaving? Yeah, I guess. Let's take our little battery pack and bring it to some fish people. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. So you make your way back to the entrance of this tower, and as you get to the main door and push it open, um, a few sharks swim their way towards you. Uh, They seem somewhat aggressive. I would like to ready an action. Okay. If the sharks make it within 10 feet of us, I would like to cast Tidal Wave. Okay. They're kind of circling you at the moment. Okay. That's fine. And if you if you continue to try and leave the tower, they're slowly closing in on you. We're here to hand in our tech. Yeah, hands up. Right? Like Yeah, show off the the cylinder. Yeah, like we're just trying to give her So you show off the cylinder and after a little while of the sharks just kind of holding you there, a few of the Sahuagin guards swim their way towards you, and they see it, and they motion for you to follow. The sharks kind of swimming astride you as you go, and you make your way back to the city. The Sahuagin guards, they take you towards uh, this relatively large building, and as you swim inside, it isn't incredibly well-decorated, but I suppose to both Snowfred and Arvoidus, it's incredibly well decorated because it seems like this entire building is lined with different types of tech. You can see that the, the walls kind of shift and move with cog wheels and power. You can see that the stairs are kind of shifting as well. And you are escorted into this small library where the old Sahuagin who sent you on this quest to begin with is sitting over a desk reading and he looks up as you enter. He says, ah. Is he wearing reading glasses to show that time has passed? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Do you have it? I don't know which one of us has it, but... Snowfred has it. Yeah, Snowfred does. You hold it up. He stands up and makes his way over to you, Snowfred, and holds out his hand. They they place it in their hand. Oh, I forgot we're doing audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only, it's only 26 episodes in. Yeah, it's fine. I'm trying to do mime work. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was just really into the scene, I guess. Um, yeah, take it as a good sign. Yeah, I think Snowfred is like, someone mentioned at some point, like, even if we give it back, there's no, there's no guarantee they'll keep their promise. So that's in the back of Snurford's mind, but she she does hand it over pretty much immediately. So as you place it into his hand, slowly he wraps his fingers around it, and you can hear the clinking of his claws against the glass, and he holds it up, grabbing it with the other and holding it in both hands, looking at it, kind of twisting it around to get a look at every angle. And then he says... You have done well. I am rather impressed. And he places it into his robes. Now then, shall we discuss your leaving? 
Is there much to discuss? I mean, we are going to leave. Good discussion. Yeah, you were going to leave. You're going to leave. It's. And we're all going to leave. We all go in different directions, like a flock of birds. Oh. <laughs> Very confused. Yeah, I was like, "Don't birds fly in that?" <laughs> he slaps his tail against the ground twice, and two guards come in and make their way to each one of you, going towards the collar, and they get to probably. Hesk, just because he is just kind of standing there at the moment, and maybe Barnabas first, and they go to grab the collars, and they just sort of come off. And one of the guards looks at it and makes his way over to the leader. Can I make eye contact with the guard as he, this, like, happens? <laughs> yeah, and he's just, like, shocked face, staring at the collar and looking at us, like, I don't know, it's your collar, dude. <laughs> Is he supposed to do that? We could have done that the whole time. <laughs> he hands it over to the leader who grabs it and looks at it. He opens up a, a hatch on it, kind of looking at the internal mechanism of it, kind of fiddling with it. And he says, I'm impressed. Did you remove these yourselves? Which one of you? I will take credit. <laughs> you, the boy. Yeah, I did it. You are an interesting one. Not, not very, actually. We here, the Sahuagin, are one of the most advanced technological cities in the entire world. And for one such as yourself, who has clearly a strong understanding of tech, we could use someone like you. You can't pay my salary. Can I leave now? Oh, my God. Hmm. Yes, I suppose. And they remove the colors from the rest of you. Look, I get it. I understand the choice. But in the endless realm of quantum choices and parallel universes, there is one where Barnabas goes off and gets a spinoff becoming the human consultant for the fish people. Except I don't know anything. Yeah, so but it's exactly, like, know, it's like, exactly, it's like Planet Sheen. <laughs> Just like Afterbitch. <laughs> they start their own hospital Jesus. after the war. It's just a way to misdirect mm. from uh, a Gorlocks. <laughs> well, this has been lovely. I hope to never see you again. And that's it, yeah. Very well, you may leave. Great. Excellent, thank you. Now, uh, how do we do that? By swimming? Oh. Yeah, that was... Oh. How convenient. Oh. I don't know. So now. Why did you... How did you not get that one, Leo? That was um, pretty baseline. Like, are, we, are we gonna discuss them also leaving, or are we just gonna take our... Take our oh, I mean, wasn't that part of the original deal? If they renege on their part of the deal, we can't really do anything about it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, what are we gonna do, fight a city? Like, I'm I'm with you, like... Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like... Oh. Uh, you know. But I, I don't know what we do about that. You can make an insight check. I'll do that. I'll, I'll you st- no. Hey, you still have advantage on that, Rachel, because you're still technically under the effects. The enhance ability. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool, that <laughs> rolled the shit anyway. All right. Four, f- 15. 15. So he definitely seemed like he was mostly just interested in this core. Or, the, or this power source, rather. And... Now that he has it, you don't see necessarily, like, a reason why he would continue assaulting people above the land, you know? 
But at the same point, you don't necessarily have a guarantee he's going to leave the area. You also know that you are kind of going to need proof because you didn't get proof for the kobolds either to give to the duke. Wait. No, it didn't. Mm. Hold on. Proof from the kobolds was something we we specifically discussed. Didn't we we brought like... the TV head, the helmet, didn't no, we? No, you didn't give that to us. I think no, we had, this, no, we had, no, we had, we had a we had a scrap of the obelisk or something. Yeah, we had something like that. We had a scrap. We had a scrap of the obelisk. Yeah. I thought we made that point, and then we're like, "Nah, they'll take our word," and then they like did. Did that not happen? Oh, that might be true. We might have just said, well, we did it and then wait a week and see if, and see if it's true or yeah, not. Yeah, see if yeah, it happens. Is that going to work? Christina Santos might not have a week, time, That's your problem. Oh, yes. Our Voidus has no clue you guys need proof for anything. I don't think Hess could talk right now. So Hess can talk. He just can't can't swim back no, to... I, I mean, I'm still in absolute control of the Zabalith right now. You can talk, Hess. But you can't do anything harmful or say anything harmful about Gorlocks. <laughs> I love it. Maybe um, he doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you have no, nothing nice to say, you can't say anything at all. So this guy, this guy is now just like you can leave because we brought you the technology. Yeah, I think Hesk will just be very straightforward with him, and it's just now that you have what you wanted from the tower, will your attacks on our city continue? Why would they? We have no reason. Can we have an agreement then of that, signed by you, their king, to provide to our baron? Certainly. I see no reason why not. Very well. We gotta get you a pencil for that? I don't know if you can... Uh, so he goes over to back towards the, the desk that he was reading at, and he kind of opens up a drawer and pulls out what looks to be a quill of some sort, um, but you don't see any ink jar. And he kind of just slides his finger across the side of it, and at the tip, it doesn't look like a normal quill that's made with a feather. It looks like it's a some, some sort of reed or stick or something like that, and at the end of it, the, the pointy part, is a shark tooth. Ooh. And he runs his finger along it, placing some sort of parchment. It looks more like cloth than it does paper. And he starts writing and writes, folds it up, and he takes the tooth and just, a separate tooth, and just sort of stabs it through, sealing it closed. Very cool. I was about to say, when the the quill, like, they don't use ink. I was be like, oh my gosh, he's ordered scribes too. This is our voidus in the future. <laughs> the evolution. It's just an animorphs covered. That's just Barnabas absolutely. to voidus. I'm, I'm glad you, you got there, Seth, because the whole time I was wondering how to make mm. that joke. So thank you for, for, for <laughs> You're finding You're welcome. It. I'll yeah, get there. Yeah, you found Can't it. believe I become a fish man in the future. I become you in the future. Then I become a fish man. Oh my God. <laughs> and Hesk, he, hands, he hands it over to you. Thank you. All right, Hess takes it, he tucks it away into a bag. Uh, he just, like, nods and gives a, a very slight bow to this man that was also his kidnapper. Uh, but there's this, I don't know, weird look of respect on Hesk's face as he uh, exits. <laughs> he kind of gives a, a nod bow back. So we're just going to swim all the way back to land and not take any fun water tunnels to get back. Do you have some sort of giant squid or, like, whale? That can bring us to the shore. 
That would be absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a turtle, obviously. Great. We'll take the turtle, please. Great. You all get on the back of this massive turtle. Yes! yes. What's up, bros? Hang tight, hey little guys. dudes. Uh, it's me, Terry the turtle. Um, <laughs> That's not what we oh wanted. Why? Yeah. So, uh, Where? So how'd you guys like your visit to the city, huh? I hated it. Cool one with you the hated it. Well, I think it's pretty cool, actually. Um, Please stop talking. No, no. <laughs> see, when it's great at night because you can see the coral light up and everything. It's really nice. I took my kids the other out, day. As we oh, yeah, Terry, tell me more about this. this yeah, okay. Great. So, like, I took my kids and um, we, we we saw the lights. How and old are they? How old? How old? Oh, um, well, Tommy, little Tommy turtle, he is... Uh, 40, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. He's your kid. He's 40. How old are you? Oh, I'm, I'm we turn 100. To the rest of you. Are, are we still not You're cool 100? Is that still yeah. not a thing? Oh, like, my gosh. And then little Tammy. I'm going to play with Moop. All right, you play with Moop. Yeah. All right, and eventually you make your way to the surface, uh, a little bit closer to Windsail than where the you entered into the tunnels where the cave was. Um, so you are kind of a little bit further north than previous. Oh, we can take these stupid suits off. I immediately take the fishbowl off my head. Yep. Oh, yeah. Take it yep. off. Yes. You are now on solid ground. And Hesk, as your foot is placed onto the sand, you are released from Gorlox's control. Okay, then. Uh, but I can't make my first save. I'm not far enough away yet. No, you are fully released. He lets you go. Just fully. Oh no! Oh, you made no. this deal. No. Do I know what you're gonna do? And Terry's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> bye, Terry. Bye, Terry. <laughs> Can Hesk feel like him about to release it, or is it just like so instant? It's instant. Okay, then. All right. Hesk kind of gazes back at the water, grits his teeth slightly, uh, and is in his own inner monologue. Uh, you know, just declares that he will return one day and he will find that creature and he will kill it. Uh, and then his gaze settles onto a uh, moop. <laughs> <laughs> Artemis is just looking. He walk. He walks forward towards it. Artemis like holds him back. Like yes, Hesk. Yeah, I love I love the framing of this. That like the frame if this was like animated, it's like Hesk would just be like six times larger than he normally is, like staring like Arvoidus in the <laughs> center frame with Hes just like staring down at yeah. um Wilson at Fisk the- and uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. infinite infinite mass here. Uh and he just sort of stares at the little octopus. Gorlox, if you can hear me, know that for now you are safe. One day I will return. I will find you, and I will rip your true heart from your beating chest. After what you have done to me. Boop. Yeah, Moop reaches stash. out a little tentacle and just places it on you. Goes. Merp. <laughs> as his heart grows three times larger and, <laughs> and it, it bursts because it's now much just too sort of large. Snarls slightly at it. He sits up. Um, and he looks at, we're all on the coast right now? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, then. Um, how long is it to back to the city? Uh, it might be about, like, two hours from here. Okay, then. 
What time of day is it right now? It is probably, let's say, around 4 p.m. You guys get your first proper look at Arvoidus since the first time you saw him was in a watery <laughs> jail cell. Um, Hess turns to you guys and just simply says, I can meet you back in the city if you wish, but there is a ritual that I must, must enact now. I have distanced myself from my god, and a sacrifice is required. Um, oh, oh. do you want to be alone? It matters not whether I am alone or not. I cannot return to the city immediately. Oh, okay. I will, I will stay with you, Hesk. As an academic, I'm very interested. <laughs> I was going to say, would you like friends? I was going to go, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to look at the core, but that was like, that was it. Uh, I think it was better that you got out of there. Leo has since resigned himself to just being sprawled out on the beach. <laughs> just like on fully submerged in sand. <laughs> no, I could imagine... Leo is just kissing the ground right Literally. now. Literally. <laughs> like his yeah. mouth is full of sand right I now. I imagine it's Hex will turn to you, Arvoidus, and says, I understand you might wish to leave, but the Baron might be able to offer you some sort of reward for your aid in helping us. Oh. If you wish to travel with us for only a smaller amount of time now. Well, if, if money's on the table. Maybe just to the end of this episode. <laughs> and it, it would give us some time to work on things together um, fair enough fine I shall stick around for this yeah four more episodes <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness I, basically what happens is Hesk leaves and if people come with him or not but you know that he will return for those of you who do just stay behind uh, Hesk returns with some sort of small game animal like a, a rabbit or like a bird or something you know like a decently sized bird or something like that probably just like a rabbit Hesk walks in back in with a rabbit he kneels down where the uh the sand meets the soil he prepares a small hole in the ground and begins preparing the animal for burial which includes taking out any sort of toxic sides of it you know things like that removing those and getting rid of them and just leaving whatever in our sense would be the most nutritional for the soil preparing it that way he then proceeds to bury it without consuming any of it or anything like that and this is all done in pure silence from him and if you guys ask him a question he might i would probably tell you what i'm doing but otherwise hesk just performs this in total silence he then pushes the soil over it, and from a pouch, he produces several black seeds out, sort of rolls them on his fingers, puts them away, and then just holds one and pushes it into the ground. And in Draconic, says something along the lines of, Change. You are life and death, the maker of whole. And the breaker of all. I have drifted from you. And through this act of both taking, giving, and creation, I pledge myself again to you. And he, with the, like each little line, he like rolls more soil over it until the seed is buried and the, you know, the animal is under it to nurture the seed. And he then meditates there for 
quite some time, like it might be over like 20 minutes that he's sitting there just like meditating silently, knees, you know, crouched on the ground uh, before he stands and addresses any of you, unless any of you say anything during that. No, I'm just going to respect the pensive moment. I might like my quill might be going and, and writing things as I like learn them by like yeah. watching. Yeah, kind of the same. Yeah. Would it be rude for Artemis to join you in your meditation? I don't think that would be rude at all. I don't think okay. Hesk would mind that. She would join. Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. So if we will kneel up next to you. Yeah, Leo doesn't meditate, but he does plop himself down crisscross applesauce next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I just I nudge it. Barnabas, go, look at these nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I go, shush. <laughs> all right, all right. Respect religions. After we've meditated for some time, maybe like, yeah, you know, you can if you, if there's a specific endpoint, but like maybe if there's a point where Hesk gives like a heavy exhale or or yeah something like just something very small like that, um, Snurfid would say, "Sir Hesk, I I fear we left you to something down there that was bad for you and wrong of us. And before we return to the rest of our mission, I just wanted to tell you that we." We wanted to protect you, and we feared, or at least I feared, that if the alternative would mean all of us died in those waters, and I do not think you would have wanted that. I hope you can at least understand why we let things proceed as they did. Hesk has risen at this point. I assume everybody else has, and he just, he starts walking towards town, not saying anything in the moment. Oh, you I understand, Mirak. What? I thought you were done because you just walked away. What is it, Barnabas, please? Oh, I was going to say, you think he's so peeved about the charm person spell? I think that's the least of his worries. Actually, no, that's great because that leads straight in. He's just, I understand your actions. Often my people look at the ends justify the means. So I accommodate all of you for doing what you thought you must in the moment. And he keeps walking. You know, the, the, we're, I love this scene of us along the coastline. It's yeah. gorgeous outside right now. A little silhouette as the sun is just beginning to set. My people are a strong-willed people who praise that of change. And there is good reason for this. For it is said that in our eons of history, there was a great dragon that controlled my people. A fearsome, powerful creature with abilities far beyond our lowly comprehension. But they were not as powerful as a god. And they could not control my people for long. We discovered that if we dedicated ourselves to that of change... We could free ourselves from the shackles of its control over our minds. That is why what was done to me was one of the most egregious sins our people know. That of controlling the mind. And Hasquini says that he turns and looks at you, Barnabas. There is not like a threatening look, but a look of know what you did to me in that moment. And, you know, take that. Any way you want, but that is that is the look that is given. Most egregious of sins done amongst our people. 
and it's something that can be rarely forgiven. I hope you can understand that I thought the ends justified the means. As as gives a bit of a smile as you as you use your own words. Yes. I can understand. And we keep walking towards the city. But I will never do that again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say in that moment, I guess like if that conversation started and everyone started walking, I think Artemis would kind of like stand behind for a minute in thought and then follow everyone afterwards. Whether anyone notices that or not. I notice. <laughs> I might. And as you walk down the beach, making your way back to Windsail, the camera sort of pans up, up into the sky. And we kind of focus a little bit on Snowfred. Oh, oh no. Oh. <gasps> and in one of the saddlebags, there's a pulsing orange light. And that's where we'll end the session. What did you do? What did you do? No, you know what? It's fair. I do have quite a lot of tech on me. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, that was heartbreaking. Hmm? I, I, like, yeah, no one talked to Artemis, even though she was also mind controlled. Mm -hmm, Correct. uh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, she really wasn't cool a big though. drama queen about it. She doesn't it. have anything to <laughs> say about fair. it. <laughs> That's fair. Artemis didn't go do a whole rabbit ritual. I mean, <laughs> it was beautiful. Have to. No, no, you're she's not no, really that was, one to break her heart. She's not trying a, to seek attention. <laughs> <laughs> What's a faith? Uh, you just want attention. <laughs> that, that was a, a great moment, and if if you know if the opportunity comes up, I, I really do want to engage with that. All right. Well, we are at the end of the show, which means we got some plugs to do. Chris, why don't you start us off? Uh, sure. I guess this is my second to last time. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Or um, maybe that was it, and we just, you know, write you off out of screen. <laughs> I'll be I'll be in the next episode for 10 minutes, and then that's it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Dane Studios. You can check me out on TikTok and Instagram at Super Chris Kent. Check out all my stuff there. Rachel. Okay. Um, as always, I'm going to shout out my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Majora's Rose, and all the social medias associate, associated to that. But I was thinking about this today, actually, in the car. I could shout out my own social media. You can find me <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter as at Rachel Cordell. Um, I'm trying to kind of get into feeling comfortable with expressing my thoughts, so feel free to Hell yeah. share, to, to listen. Yeah. Sharing nice. scary. I'm uh, Jonas, T-I-N-T-E-N-S-E-H-E-R. You can find me on Twitch, on YouTube, and on itch.io, where I have recently published uh, Stormheart Circuit Odyssey with uh, the help of my friend and co-podcaster Sky on Layout, um, which is a short Powered by the Apocalypse narrative RPG about uh, fighting monsters with giant robots. Um, It's just a little minimal thing. Check it out if you like. Pay what you want. I'd love to see uh, get your reviews, get some shares on that. Thank you. I don't remember giant robots in Mash. <laughs> <laughs> do you like right. this podcast? No. If you do, leave a review. 
<laughs> or follow us on social media at RPGesters everywhere. RPGesters at gmail.com. No or. And. Uh, I want to go ahead and shout out my buddy Ben Heaney for being the one to write the Atrix fanfic. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. legend. We got, we got one. The legend. Yeah. Fanfic. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, if you leave us a five-star review going off of the back of what Seth just said there a while ago, uh, <laughs> we'll give you a shout-out. Good night. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, I can plug you in the future episodes. Uh, sure. Always always just, appreciate it. Uh, and some money. Yeah. Chris. Uh, nope. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, is, uh, we we, we are selling ad space now for you, Chris. Mm. And, just um, for Chris. No, just, I'm selling ads, but it's only. Content! Content! <laughs>